grand rising and priming powerful beings shout out to you today i want to talk to you about choosing to end your suffering by doing what it takes to act on the procrastination keeping you in the traumas that's holding you back from healing choosing to end suffering now if you've ever been in joy that means you can create it again if you've ever been in love that means it sprouts out of you if you ever had experienced any positive emotion in your life where you were peace and calm and not full of anxiety and stress that means it's possible for you to get that again yes suffering is partly a choice pain is not but suffering is a choice life is going to be hard things going to happen that we can't control we are going to have certain things that happened before since we were kids that's still showing up in our life today this is the life setup pain is part of it but suffering is a choice if you experience joy before you can experience it again if you experience happiness before you can experience it again if you experience a peace of mind before that means it can happen again if you had it down where you was not stressed all day that means it can happen again pain is an pain is inevitable suffering is a choice so i want to ask you a question will you choose to keep suffering when we really think about it, sometimes a conversation will end your suffering. Sometimes a heart-to-heart -heart will end your suffering. Sometimes accepting will end your suffering. Sometimes forgiveness will end your suffering. That means there are so many things we could do, like act, to end our suffering. But the question is, have you been on the floor for so long that you only have been accustomed to that? That you are afraid of the work or the energy it will take to just get up and walk up the steps. So what I'm saying is this. The ongoing pain of I should have done that. Oh, I didn't do that. I could have done that. Is way worse than the pain that it takes just to take the action. Look, sometimes you're so afraid of looking at your bank account because it's hard to face how much money you have in conjunction to how much responsibilities, 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 bill it is, or you're going to get your utilities cut off. And sometimes it's just mustering the courage to look in your bank account. It's mustering the courage to answer the call of your debtors. Mustering up the courage to face the person and have that conversation. Mustering the courage to finally speak up for yourself. Mustering the courage to say, I'm actually going to leave my job. Or actually, I'm going to get a job. Or actually say, I'm going to change who I'm around. Mustering the courage to say, look, I know I've known you for a long time. I'm sorry, but I've kind of grown out of your life. And I need to go this way. And I, I know you got to go that way. So you do you, I do me. Let's keep on moving. Mustering up the courage is one of the most effective things you can do. Sometimes what you need to transform your life is movement. And you know it. And you know this. And you know this. Mustering the courage to say, I'm going to set up a plan to move is sometimes what you need. You know you need breathing in your life. You need to start meditating because you got to do something about that anxiety and stress and overthinking and constant turmoil within. And you say... I ought to start breathing more consciously, but I don't really know how. Look, mustering the courage to do it right now while we're sitting down and say, I'm going to just take a deep breath. And then doing that again and again, 
this is how life change happening. It's at some point, you got to say, look, I am inflicting my own suffering by the lack of action. And today I choose to stop this. Sometimes I am choosing my suffering by my continuous reaction. I am choosing to respond and take action. Look, on the other side of courage is everything that you want. Somebody think that's a lie, but that is scientifically true. Courage is a threshold emotion between low emotional states of being and higher emotional states. To step into gratitude, love, and compassion, you got to grow through courage. And guess what's right underneath courage? Look, right underneath courage is when you don't have any emotional state at all. And it gets to anger. So right up underneath courage is anger. When you're so angry that you're like, I'm so angry. I can't do it. I just can't do this anymore. I got to say something. I got to do something. I got to change something. So that's anger is that threshold emotion until you get into courage. Now, if we're, we're in fear, oh, that's way lower. If we're in shame, oh, that's low. If we're in doubt, if we're in guilt. That shame is way low. Look, one of the worst ways, anything that the worst thing that can happen to somebody is you being casted out in society and you being put in shame. So a lot of reason why people are not changing is because they didn't get mad enough about their current situation. A lot of reason why people are not changing is because they're residing in shame. They didn't forgive themselves out of the past and they're stuck in blaming themselves, guilt tripping and shaming. So we got to get from the threshold emotion of courage up into higher states of being. Underneath that lies anger and underneath anger lies apathy, which is where I wanted to get to. You're not feeling anything anymore because and I'm not saying you hypothetically, whoever this relates to, you may not be feeling anything anymore because you decided that I got to become emotionless in order to move through life and your coping mechanism is apathy. It's almost like you have, a, you have no care in the world, but inside you're slowly dreading life and you're walking through life with a heavy burden and you have apathy. It's almost like somebody says, I've become numb. I've become unaffected by things, right? I'm desensitized. There's so much craziness that's happening. I, I can't even feel grief. I can't even feel sadness anymore. I can't even feel these emotions that used to hold me bondage. Now, I'm not feeling anything. I'm not feeling love, not gratitude, not peace. And I'm not even feeling the things that... But I am feeling them because I'm holding them. You're walking around with them in your body, in, in your shoulders, in your kidney, in your liver, in your spleen. You house these emotional states. So apathy in itself is not true freedom from pain and suffering because it's those are still it's still residing in you where your energy resides is inside of you. So if you don't deal with what's inside of you and you try to discover what the money where the money resides and you do everything to get to the money, forgetting where the peace resides, which is in you, you can lose your peace trying to get the money. You can lose yourself trying to hold the world trying to save the world so what I'm saying is let's get out of apathy let's develop a courage to act so we can have an excitement for life because if you really looked around I mean look at the birds look at the trees look at the sky 
Look at the wind. Look at your life. Look at the memories. Look at your kids. Look at your family. Be When you're in those loving environments, how does that love feel in your body? Right? Isn't that something that you... You, you can say to yourself, like, yo, this is something special. See the special in life. And it's really going to be the simple things. And ask yourself, do I want to keep suffering those thoughts that's been lingering for years? Do I want to keep suffering those traumas that's been lingering for years? Or do I want to wake up, get up, and live? Do I want to wake up, get up, and move? Do I want to wake up and get up and do something different? If I hate my job so much... Maybe I'm not going to just quit because I got a family to take care of. But at least I'm going to find something that I'm passionate about. A community I can get into that's going to help me grow. Activities and festivities around my life and making it more exciting. Somebody says, I don't have enough money to go there and go here. Well, guess what? You have en- if you have enough love, you can go anywhere without taking a plane. And that's called being high off life. That's called flying high off love. And you can create that environment in your life. And guess what? Sometimes it's not love that's missing. Sometimes it's not things that's missing. It's not money that's missing. Sometimes what's missing is your presence in the presence of. Right? In the presence of your family. Are you really there? In the presence of your son or daughter. Are you really there? In the presence of your passion. Are you really there? In the presence of every single day. Are you thinking about what you let up on yesterday? Are you overthinking about what this person is thinking today? Are you worrying about what tomorrow will bring or are you really enjoying what's in front of you? Are you enjoying the breath? Right? I said, look, the very things we do to cope, we can structure to thrive and heal. Look, I'm telling you, party as much as you want, but make sure that when you're partying, it's a celebration of life and not a running away from death. Party all you want. But ensure that that party that you're doing is in conjunction to building a loving relationship and not just empty, hungry souls, uh, like hungry to get a piece of your body and not collab souls. So you just have to change what you're already doing to be in alignment with certain values that can bring your life to a certain place. Somebody says party all you want. Start doing some drumming circles. Start turning that environment of partying with your close friends, with the masterminds, with people you want to build, with people you want to grow with, not strangers in the club. Start transforming the very things that you do to cope and turn them to things you do to heal. Mmm, that's deep. Look, if you eat to cope, you can eat to heal and still love the food that you eat. A lot of people think, yo, oh, the good parts of life is only good for me but it's not good in the process of consuming of doing it that's a lie in fact it's such a lie that it feels much better to do the good things in life than it does to feel to do the things that uh, i shouldn't do that or whatever it's actually way more like you get more satisfaction out of working out than you think you get hurt you actually get more satisfaction you get more satisfaction out of running your business than you than the fear of failure. You actually get way more satisfaction because you got something pulling you for that day. You get more satisfaction out of making the choice to act than you do on constantly reacting. You get more satisfaction out of that. So the pain of actually doing the thing is not a pain at all or a burden. It's an opportunity to enjoy your life. So while a lot of people think, oh, I got to do that, you really get to do it. 
oh, I got to eat healthy. Nah, you really get to eat high vibrational foods that alkaline your body and raises your energy and have your clarity and you just feeling, feeling good. Your sinuses are clear. Your mind is clear. Your energy, you're, you're feeling good. You're looking good. And you're like, let's grow every single day. I mean, that is something to look forward to. Right now, I was feeling a lot of energy. I'm like, I just need to go out and run. I'm not dreading the run. I'm looking forward to it. I'm thinking I need some vegetable juice. I'm not going to be like, oh, this nasty vegetable juice. I can't wait to drink it. I am, I am looking forward to it. It has become a way I styled my life and my mindset. And do you think that I only have these great things? I also have other things that are also good. But I know too much of it won't be that good. So it's the balance. So you got to understand that it is more of an opportunity to take control than it is a burden. Right? The relationships you want to heal, the reason why you want to heal is because you care about those people. And it's rightfully you should care about other people. And you've had history. So best believe it. If it's a hard conversation, have it. If it's facing up with the guilt trip or whatever, have it. All I'm saying is this. What's needed is very important. It's actually what's wanted as well. It's just that we've misaligned our wants until these things that we think that we want, but we don't really want. What we think we want is a subconscious want. What we really want is the need of our soul for expansion. What we think we want is the programming. What we really want is the peace of mind that we get by being. So I think subconsciously, I want to be successful and I want to thrive and I want to make a lot of money. Do I? Yes. But what I really want is I want to utilize my gifts to the full extent. And I want to take care of my family. I want to look out for my friends. I want to create dope experiences and I want to help people. What I really want is not money. What I really want is the life that having money brings. Right? So we got to understand that there's the subconscious want on the basis of programming the way it's been structured in a society and there's a desire of the need. So what we think we want is some punani. What we really want is some love. Of course, with the punani. Okay? That's just my PG way of saying, y'all know what, okay. <laughs> Valley back to the peak. Okay, let's get back. What I'm saying is what you think we want is usually only the bare minimum of what we really want and un underneath it is way deeper than that thing you get what i'm saying it's way deeper than just oh i i, I want that you get what i'm saying somebody who want that car they don't necessarily just want that car they they want people to say i am important this person is somebody i need to talk to that's an important person this person has a certain way of carrying themselves around so guess what if you look at what you really want you can get what you really want and bypass what you think you want and still have what you think you want as a consequence of getting what you really want. Make your subconscious desires a consequence of your conscious creations. It's a consequence of Ed just sharing his gift is a brand that empowers millions of people and the consequence of that is a person that makes millions of dollars and the consequence of that is more impact so if i align myself to just be in my gift and i do it long enough without hindering my light 
the consequence of that is going to be a ripple effect. So what if I looked at my life and said, well, I don't have that, I don't have this, I'm not there, so I can't do this. The consequence of that is me waking up every day feeling bad about myself, saying, I know I got something I can do, and then, but I'm not ready yet. And then me sitting down feeling bad about it and not doing the very thing that gets me up in the morning. You know what gets me up in the morning? This. <laughs> I am excited. Let's, we rising in priming. Well, we're doing some videos. We're doing some motivation. We're doing a speech here. I, what am I doing? I'm sending some teas. I'm in the garden. These things get me up in the morning. You got to find something that gets you up. If you don't have that thing, it's going to be very hard. It's going to be dread, dreading to just live. And you might be an apathy where you don't feel dread. You have accepted feeling nothing. And that's actually a horrible place to be because we're human beings that feel and that's how we experience life. And the moment you stop feeling, you stop being, you are becoming slowly a robot. And somebody says, like, yo, what's wrong with you? Yo, I, don't even, I don't even know. What's wrong? Wait, wrong, right? I'm just going through the motion. <laughs> so what I'm saying is suffering is actually a choice. Perception is everything. Look, in my down moments, I've been the most inspiration because I've just gotten in the spirit of Knowing that I am not my situation. I transcend that situation. I am not my situation. I am not, I'm not a problem. I am not, my, I am not my situation. I am not what's going wrong in my life. I am not what I don't have. I am that I am. And with it, I will change my situation and create a massive role of impact. Will that happen overnight? No. Will it happen to... But it will happen in small steps. And I will keep doing this over and over and over until I make this become a reality. Do I have to keep checking myself, refining my character to be a better person, to communicate better, have better friendships and relationships? I do. This is the work. I am conscious of it. I am owning up to it. And I'm doing better at it. And I need to do better at it every single day. I got to keep reminding myself. So when I come here and I do the podcast, I give myself a word. And I keep pushing. I said today, you got to stop something. Let's keep being in the dream. And then I go, I create. And then somebody says like, bruh, that helped me, bruh. I'm like, yo, you look, fulfillment is when you get nothing from it. But the fact that you know you made a difference. And everything else is a plus. If somebody paid me or didn't pay me, somebody bought my product, didn't pay, if somebody posted it and didn't post it, if somebody liked it, didn't like it, the fact that you were of service is like, this is how you become fulfilled, yo. This is when you're like, when somebody is like, bro, I really appreciate, and that's just not in your business. Just you as a person. How many people say, I really appreciate you and what you've done, and like, you mean a lot in my life. That is a lot. And if you can become better enough to do that for people daily, you don't have to be impacting millions of people, man. Yo, shout out to my brothers. I got to stop and say shout out to my brothers. You know what I'm saying? Brothers from another mother, a main man, Yeezy, Pack in the building. Man, shout out to, to y'all, man. So, I like, y'all know me. They know me. And the thing is, what I'm saying is, you got to keep growing. And you can't look at your, you can't look at yourself like you're in the hood. Like for me, I be, I'm like, I'm in the hood, but I'm already a millionaire. It's like, <laughs> I'm a millionaire. I'm in the hood millionaire. Somebody like, where are all the money? Look, it's, it's already, I already got it. It's just not in my account. You know, <laughs> that's my mindset. So it's not arrogance. It's confidence. 
and your mindset has to be here. I'm here now, but with the idea. Look, I my net worth is my is my ideas grossed. I will get the net worth when I put in the work to turn the gross into net. <laughs> Can I get it? Okay. My growth worth is my ideas. What I have in store, the moment they're all implemented, the rewards come. So every day is me getting out of my way to implement my growth, my, my gross worth and turn it into a net worth through action. I don't know. I just came up with that. But what I'm saying is don't look at yourself in the situation and say, I am the situation. Look at yourself in the situation and say, I'm going to transcend that situation and transform my situation. And that moment, you will transcend and transform out of every situation. And that's why I keep showing up so powerfully. And that's why I am authentic. And that's why I impact people. And that's why that impact will create a, a wave of impact and will elevate the energy of the world and therefore energy must come what back right that must come back this is a law right it's a law whatever you put out will come back to you so what I do is I just keep doing it okay my major focus in this season of my life is to ensure that I don't just do this when I'm doing a live or a speech my thing is my, my main thing is I need to do this with every soul that I meet. And I need to ensure that it is instilled within me as a man that I extend this out to my family first, close friends, and then the world. And that has done this effectively. And now it's a matter of, yo, just be who you are, bruh. And by that I mean, don't try to hide your light. Don't try to switch it up. Just be who you are. And I realize if I am who I am, wherever I am, and who I really am is that I am, is what you're feeling from the essence of my soul, then I could just be me more than try to be what other people wants me to be. And you might not even know when you do it. It's called kind of code switching. You know what I'm saying? So you might not be talking about all your woke stuff in certain situations because you're like, I don't know if we're talking about that. But the moment you just say, I'm just going to talk about whatever random ideas, that's why I'm so random now. I used to be like, oh, I'm just hand her back, more quiet. Now I'm pretty random. I talk about random stuff that somebody might say, what are you talking about? And eventually they'll be like, oh, okay, I get what you're talking about. But in the meantime, it's like, wait, where did that come from? Be unapologetically you, okay? Because there's more beauty in that than try to be like everybody else. So that's why I speak the way I speak. That's why I communicate the way I communicate. That's why I, I just learned to be myself. And as I get better, um, that's inspirational to people that, yo, I, I've been seeing you get better. I've been getting better with you. You get what I'm saying? And I, and I, and I can rock with you because I know it's coming from a real place. I even understand you're not perfect and you, conv you convince me that you're not. <laughs> and that's good. And we could be on the same page and we could collaboratively grow along the path because that's what it's about. Okay. So after I'm finished with a message like this. What must I do? I must go and take action. Right? I must analyze to see, oh, okay, these are some of the things that's been on my mind every day for the last 